Well, I don't think that our Lord is trying to win any political campaigns. He's uh, talking about the cost of discipleship, and he's got some pretty pretty tough words for us. Uh, but uh, also, as well, it's very interesting if you note, uh, you know, there's a kind of a seeming uh, paradox or even conflict uh, between uh, St. Paul's epistle to the Romans and our gospel. And uh, I, I don't know, but I think sometimes the lectionary, there was an intention, uh, intentionally would juxtapose these sorts of texts because here's St. Paul um, extolling love, telling us we need to love, and then we've got Jesus who's commanding us to hate. So there's this, it presents us with a kind of a problem. And when we, when we encounter that, what we need to do is say, hmm, there's something here that I have yet to understand. So let me see if with the help of the Holy Spirit I can kind of ask God for help and think about what's being said and go deeper. So these sorts of paradoxes and uh, seeming contradictions in the scriptures are meant to draw us in deeper to the text. Uh, they're meant to kind of test our um, interpretive fortitude, if you will. But the, the solution to the problem is actually not very difficult uh, within our tradition, and you've heard me speak about this quite often, I think, in the past. Uh, we have this concept of what's called attachment and detachment, spiritual attachment, spiritual detachment. And it's pretty difficult to pick up any classic uh, work, uh, any, any spiritual or mystical author in the Catholic tradition, and, and not find a discussion about attachment and detachment. Um, so this is really what's being spoken about here by our Lord when he speaks about hating uh, mother and father and wife and children. He's talking about detachment, what our tradition would call detachment. And then, uh, so maybe the way that we could phrase it is this. There's a good love and there's a bad love. There's, there's a bad kind of hatred, but there's also a good kind of hatred. And uh, so there really isn't a contradiction between St. Paul's commandment to love and our Lord's commandment to hate, because Paul is speaking about the good kind of love, and Jesus is speaking about the, kind, the bad kind of love and the good kind of hate. And uh, the way that you might kind of talk about this is... Um, God is the supreme good, and uh, we need to love him above all things, and we need to love created goods only in as much as uh, they express the love of God and they lead us back to the love of God. <clears throat> but because of original sin, we have what's called concupiscence, which is a tendency to have a kind of imbalanced affection for created goods. Now, this sort of unhealthy or imbalanced love um, for created goods can be so severe that we actually choose a created good over uh, the uncreated good that is God. And that's, that's the essence of mortal sin. We've now severed ourselves from our final end, and uh, we don't have the love of God in our hearts anymore, and if we die, we are, we are condemned to hell. Uh, that's an extreme case. Uh, but more often than not, even the person who is a, is a good Christian and they're in God's love and, and, and God's friendship, their attachment to uh, created goods, it doesn't break the love of God, but it kind of diminishes it and makes it weaker than it could be. It inhibits it from flourishing as much as it, as it can or should. And so that's oftentimes what the, what the just uh, person, the good Christian, finds themselves 
uh, in that kind of a conflict where they have an attachment, a bad kind of love, to lesser created uh, goods. And it, it's really kind of getting in the way of, of being fully in love with God or more in love with God uh, and more in love with one's neighbor as well. And uh, this, is, this is where the virtue of detachment comes in. So detachment would counteract that bad kind of love. And this is what our Lord is speaking about when he talks about hate. You have to hate your mother and father and so forth and so on. He's, he's speaking about detachment. Um, think of just an example here about attachment to children. Oftentimes we'll find in distressed couples in marital relationships, um, the, the couple and they're arguing with each other and oftentimes conflicts arise over children. And uh, they'll start to say to each other, my children, I'm going to take my children and I'm going to get out of here. My children. You know, the, the husband will say that or the wife will say, my children. As opposed to, wait, our children? We're in this thing together, honey? Come on. Uh, so in, that would be just kind of a simple example of a kind of an attachment um, to children, for example. Uh, there's a kind of uh, a blindness that the attachment brings about and it disinhibits us uh, or it inhibits us from being able to see the, ca- the big picture and to keep things in alignment um, and to uh, uh, hinder us from having in the depths of our heart and in the center of our life the love of God in all things uh, rightly and in a healthy manner, balanced and ordered towards that.